This is a Soulfire production. Hey, Christina, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. <laughs> I have all my drinks. I was going to ask, what are you I drinking? I three today. Only three. I only have three today. They're all brown, though. That's so fun. not doing gr- Yeah, not doing great with my uh, vibrational eating thing. But what do I have? I have a cacao. Oh. I have my cacao, my ceremonial cacao that I haven't finished. I have my king coffee. And then I have like a protein kind of shake. So it's the it's the equilibrium nutrition chocolate um daily nutritional support shake. I I love their the DNS. Yum. Part. It's like a chocolatey kind of morning. Yeah. For it's you. it's super good. So that's what I'm drinking. What are you drinking? I have my choice juicery dupe. Oh my god, <laughs> I like, love it. I'm ridiculous. So for context, I went to go visit Christina. We went to this smoothie place that she always goes to and I became like immediately obsessed and I went home and tried to like replicate the same recipe I got there because they don't exist out here and I feel like I've gotten pretty close like I even add the coconut butter at home like I would add that when I would go to order there (laughs) oh my god it's getting ridiculous I have to I need to try your dupe I haven't I haven't tried it yet um yeah you should I haven't been in like a mint mood but yeah choice is amazing I basically live there uh so <laughs> you know it's so funny when i first moved to san diego i hated choice juicery um, what yeah i hated it because i was on that like i hate fruit kick at the time <laughs> yeah, yeah i hadn't eaten sugar in years you know and i asked them to replace the banana with avocado and they said no and i was very <gasps> upset so uh first of all rude <laughs> n- now i eat bananas so we're fine <laughs> i'm glad you've mended your relationship <laughs> quick question Did you know that you can get text messages from me? I am about to give you my number and all you have to do is send a text so that I have your number and then you will receive regular quick text messages from me with daily downloads from my guides, manifestation tips, and other little messages that will brighten your day. So if you want to text me, here is my number, 205-883-883. 8280. You can opt out anytime, but I don't think you will want to. So again, that number is 205-883-8280. I am so excited to get your text. Well, I wanted to take this chance to ask you some questions about things that have been coming up in some of your recent sessions with your high achiever CEO entrepreneur clients, because I feel like you've been seeing a lot of people that have like a very similar work ethic recently. And you've been telling me a lot of interesting things that have been coming through. And so I'm curious to hear some of the most common things that are popping up for you. And I have a few questions. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I love this topic for me doing like working with clients is so fast is so fascinating. I mean, that's why I do what I do. I love getting to understand people and why they are the way they are, why they do the things that they do. Um, really getting to the root of patterns, behaviors, and just from the energetic perspective, that's like a whole other level, right? So it's like mm-hmm. every client that comes to me, I, I geek out over it and just seeing what's popping up and, and how is it popping up. And um, with, you know, certain, I'll have like common themes with, with clients that, that come to me. And I have found that 
over the years in my practice, there will be like, oh, the bulk of my clients at this time are this kind of profile of person. And then it will kind of shift into another profile. And so I've had those different time periods with kind of like a similar, like similar archetypes coming up. Mm. And I also find that a lot of that very much mirrors whatever I am supposed to learn about that's going to come up in my work moving forward, uh, which I'm already seeing come up for sure with like already thinking about um, what's going to come through for a next book potentially. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I think it's really, really fascinating. And there's, there's a lot to learn from everybody, right? So I learned so much from my clients as well. Um, and just before we jump into it, because that's on my mind, if you haven't already signed up for book updates, the my new book, Manifestation Mastery, is coming out February 2nd. There will be a very exciting like pre, pre-release where you can get it at a super, super discount um, towards the end of January. So if you want to sign up for all the updates, just hear about when when the book is opening and you know how to get your freebies that can go along with that. Just go to christinathechannel.com slash book and that landing page will give you all the goods, all the information, and you can sign up there and uh, learn more about the book and everything that's that's included. It's a very Kelsey and I were talking about this. We're like, <laughs> I was like, what what other questions do you have from the book? And she goes, it was very I thorough. literally have none. <laughs> like, I, have, I have no questions. That, that's how I felt too. I was like, after I'm like, all right, well, there it is. It's like, I don't okay, really have... they <laughs> guess it makes sense now. Like, <laughs> yeah, my life makes sense. <laughs> Manifestation makes sense, you know, but it very much uh, has called me forward in so many ways. And that book is, was, is such a powerful activation. Every time I go through it, I'm learning more and more is unlocking within me. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot of the things that I'm exploring um, also coming up with clients as well. And if you're, if you're a coach or a healer, this is something that you'll see again and again is, you know, people are attracted to you for a reason. And I learned early on that sometimes weird shit would happen in my life that I'd have to like, you know, surrender to and, and really move through and learn how to move through that. I'm like, why did this pop up? And so often it was because three weeks later, somebody was going to come up with that situation and it would be like so random. And had, had I not mm-hmm. gone through that experience myself, um, and really, surrendered to the situation and what are the tools I need to move through this I I wouldn't be able to fully like able I wouldn't be able to fully support that person so that's just you know kind of how how attraction it works energetically you know somebody said to me they're like do you have a lot of I feel like I'm just so similar to you like is this how it is with a lot of your clients and I'm like yeah <laughs> like that's that's why you found me right you're gonna be led <laughs> that's why you trigger them <laughs> well it's like you know it's like you're gonna be led to the people that you're meant to find, you know, with so Mm -hmm. many people around you, like there's a reason why you resonate, why you're drawn to somebody when you walk into a room, why you, let's say you walk into a room and you don't know nobody. There's a reason why you walked over to that person instead of this, this other person, you know, and so much of that is energy. That's something I was talking about with, with dating. I've been talking about that a lot with a lot of my clients and just helping people understand how attraction works because people are so caught up in what to do and and really the key is just like is your, is your energy open and available for that and are you yeah. you know shining that light out so anyway I got off on a tangent there but what do you want to talk about <laughs> okay I my first question actually has to do with energy healing mm-hmm. and I'm curious if for your energy healing clients that kind of fall under this category of CEOs, entrepreneurs, um, high achievers if there's any common thing that you like that you see in their energy bodies, that I don't know isn't is surprising or just feels very characteristic for this type of person. 
I mean, a million things like in their, in their <laughs> energy. I mean, I could go so many directions here. I'll just start with, I'll say in terms of the aura, um, and how that's looking just like their energy field in general, often for the female client, what I'll often see is just holding on to everybody's stuff. Like, like it's, mm. it's like they're absorbing it all. And it's just like held in, in their energy body. Right. Um, and it feels exhausting. It feels claustrophobic. It, it really affects, it, it really affects their magnetism because it's like a layer of gunk over a diamond, you know? So <laughs> they'll hold on to that and just keep pushing through. Um, and they hold on to their cords really tightly for the male client. What I see more often is, uh, they, it's almost like there's like, <laughs> just like, like no level of like energetic protection around it's more it all comes straight to me and I just like I just like kind of let it fall through and I'm just like it's like there's no there's no stickability back does that make sense like like they don't always they don't absorb it like this is generally speaking like they're not absorbing it like the woman like holding on to it but they're still taking it like they're taking all the energy hits as opposed to like let's say you have like an energy bubble of protection around you, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you're just not I, like, that's just not in my field. Right. Instead, it's more like they just take it and then they just like have this, like <laughs> this kind of in, internal armor. And it's like, this is going to slide off of me, but I'm still taking all of the hits rather than protecting themselves energetically. So that they're not taking all of those energy hits. Does that make sense? Yeah. Interesting. Um, so that's, that's something that comes up a lot. You know, I would say really ungrounded, like just really ungrounded, mm-hmm root chakra abundance channels all of it it's often very uh tight like just closed off like i'm not letting anybody in here i'm not letting anybody contribute to me not intentionally it, but it's because they don't want anybody to distract them they don't want anybody mm-hmm. to mess things up they don't want to let anybody in too much right because they're so in their their masculine energy yeah uh, wh- whoever it is and so i'll see those those channels that i talk about a lot in abundance accelerator they're all uh, like all squished and tight and it's like no one no one's getting in here right and there's a lot of this belief right like, like a lot going on in the crown and really ungrounded in the root but there there are a lot of these deeply ingrained beliefs like this is hard entrepreneurship is hard you know that's the one that comes up so much like it, it it is hard and I have to hustle and they're just they're just caught in that in that energy right and then you yeah. move you're seeing this intensity at the, at the crown and and the roots. And then you move into their heart space and it's like heart walls, like no one's getting in here. And then you go in deep and it feels, there's like this energy that is, you know, so soft and warm. And it's like, I want to be nurtured and loved and seen, but it's not, it's, it's not safe. And I'm just not going to let anybody in here because I'm afraid they're going to distract me from my mission, or I'm afraid that they're going to hurt me. You're right. Already anticipating they're going to hurt me. Yeah. And I don't have time for that. I can't deal with that. I can't recover from that. I don't have time for that. And so I'm just not going to let anybody in to begin with. And there's this deep, there's this deep level. And this is, you know, kind of moving lower, I'll say, uh, like heart, solar plexus, sacral, this, this is deep longing, like this deep longing of like, I built this whole thing. I built this huge thing. I am successful on paper and I still feel like something is missing. Like I still don't feel fulfilled. That is, that's the most common thing, Mm -hmm. you know, that people don't, I mean, I don't know, I guess it depends what circle you run in. Right. But I, I see so many people comparing themselves to, let's say people who are, are 
far ahead in business, right? And people think that the path to get there is just head down, like hustle, grind, push, but you don't realize that in the process of building your business that way, you miss out on, you can miss out, not always, right? But you can miss out on so many things. And that is like the biggest theme that has come up, I would say in the last six months to a year in a lot of my like clients who are CEOs and they've, they've built these incredible businesses and everybody thinks they have it all together and they have everything, but they have this deep sense of like, I'm not fulfilled. I'm looking for more. And it's a, it's a whole ego death, right? It's a whole ego death. And they don't even allow themselves to, they don't usually allow themselves to express that, right? Because they, they feel guilty around it because it's this feeling of like, Go what I've like I've built. I have nothing to complain about, right? Who am I to 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 complain about that? Um, you know, but the but feelings are feelings, and mm-hmm. and feelings are always valid. You know, it's your own experience, and so but but there's this deep thing within them, like holy shit, I built this whole thing, and and look, look where I am, you know. And a lot of that is I don't know how to have an intimate relationship. I don't know how mm-hmm. to soften. I don't know how to rest. My body is burnt out. I would say like the physical body being burnt out. That's a lot of like the female founders, like they're just burnt out. They're just burnt out. And I mean, that's, that's physically, but also energetically, that's like being in their masculine too much, right? When, when that's, that's not really their, their natural essence to be always stuck in their masculine energy. Um, they're just drained and they're also trying to hold it all together. It's like somebody else trying to hold everything up for everybody around them. Mm. It's exhausting. Um, for the male client, it feels more like, okay, I got here, I did this, but I don't have a, a, a relationship I want. You know, it's all been surface level and I'm looking for real intimacy um, on an emotional, like psychological, mental, spiritual level. Um, and I don't know how to do that. I have these ingrained patterns with all of my friends and shit, you know, maybe I'm 35, 40 years old and I'm still doing what I was doing when I was 21. And yeah. it doesn't actually make me happy, but it was my, it's my pattern, you know, and not even like n- knowing, right. They think they don't even know where to go from there. So those are some of the like really common things that come up, um, I would say. And it is uncommon for me to see an intense like CEO, high achiever, founder, um, who is wildly successful to see somebody like that, who does not have a lot of, you know, wounds with, with the parents. Like, I was going to um, ask about that actually. <laughs> yeah. A lot of wounds with the parents and, you know, it's always different for, yeah. for everybody. Um, but a lot of that it's, it's from that there's an element of I'm hyper, I've learned to be hyper aware of what everybody around me is thinking and feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, for protection, right. For safety, uh, to be there for other people. There's a lot of parentification. There's a lot of, I, I would, I had to be mature at a young age, but then there's the, the perfectionist hyper-controlling, right. Because they were around people or in situations where as a child, they, they were very aware that they couldn't control what was going on. I felt very unsafe right? Mm-hmm. Or there is a life experience. There is uh, some type of, you know, trauma. There is maybe a loss um, or abuse where it's like, I, the feeling is I couldn't control any of this. and I didn't feel safe. And so now what I'm going to do is build something and be overly controlling and make sure that nothing is off track. Nothing is different than what I expect, right? Basically that's still operating from the wound of I couldn't control this. 
over here, what this happened. So now I'm going to control everything else because I don't want any surprises because that was very unsafe for me mm-hmm. as a kid. Right. Um, and so then they get really caught up in, in that control and also the image. Right. So there's a lot with the image. Um, people get really caught up in, in their image. And that is also why they often don't open up to people because they're afraid of how that would affect the image of what they've built, right? All that pressure they feel as, um, the lead uh, of this company or the face of it. Um, but because they're so caught up in the image, they're not giving themselves opportunity always to like fully go into their depth and like fully be seen, which is what they're actually craving. And which is a big reason why they often feel, you know, unfulfilled in some capacity. Yeah. There's a few things there. I am so excited to announce that my new book, Manifestation Mastery, How to Shift Your Reality and Co-Create with the Universe, will officially be available February 2nd, 2022. This book is a really comprehensive guide to manifestation and how the energetics of attraction really work. It is the perfect resource if you are ready to really learn how to raise your frequency, become truly magnetic, and make manifestation your lifestyle. If you really want to understand how manifestation works, I highly recommend checking out this book. The book is a completely channeled text and is super activating, so only get your hands on it if you are ready to truly shift your life. As always, I am so grateful and appreciative for all of your support. And one of the best ways you can support me during this book launch is by ordering your copies as soon as they become available. As a thank you, I have some really amazing bonuses. If you order your hard copy on February 2nd, which is the official release date, you will also receive a manifestation activation to go along with that. And if you leave a review, you will get a bonus chapter that goes along with the book. So a lot of really amazing bonuses are available for you. And I'm just so, so excited for this. So if you want to be one of the first people to get your hands on a copy and score these amazing bonus gifts, head to manifestationmasterybook.com. Again, that is manifestationmasterybook.com. All of the information will be right there to claim your bonuses. And again, the release date is February 2nd. Mark your calendars and tell everyone you know, I am so grateful for all of your support and I really cannot wait for you to get your hands on this book. I'm curious. So, okay. It sounds like there's a lot of deep rooted kind of traumas and a lot of patterns that resulted from childhood, but are there any other topics that you feel like when you bring them up after a session or during a session that seem to trigger this caliber of client the most? Like, what are some of the harder things for them to work through or the ones that are harder for them to even accept? Hmm. Um, I, to be <laughs> honest, <laughs> oh my God. To be honest, it is that um, they have shit they need to change. Like, it, it's <laughs> to be honest, like it's, it's often the, 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 the trigger is like, it's a, it, everybody else is doing it to them. Yeah. Like everybody else, it it is, it is to be honest, you know, and that can very much upset people. It's like, well, I'm like, you know, because they are doing, they are right. They're doing the best. They're going above and beyond their whole life. They're feeling like there's in this energy of serving everybody and being there for everybody. And they are, they are working hard. Right. And it it is very triggering. uh, (laughs) If there's something, well, you know what, in that relationship, you didn't give, you weren't even 
you were emasculating that person, right? Or you weren't even giving that person space to show up in the way you weren't, you weren't, what you weren't opening up and you want them to open up, but you're also not opening up, right? Anything like that or with team dynamics, well, they're not showing up for me. Well, mm. are, are you giving them opportunities to, are you communicating clearly? Or are you just expecting everybody to know, right? Are you still hyper controlling that people don't have the space to step up and innovate and kind of show you and like prove themselves? Are you so overly controlling that you're not giving people room to make mistakes, which is honestly just part of a, a business, right? And then people learning a, a position, it's like not everything's going to be, you know, perfect and that's fine. And so I would say those, that's probably like the most triggering thing f- for people. And I think especially when when there are a lot of like, whenever there's anger or resentment toward the parent, letting themselves like fully feel those emotions as an adult, right? So they're usually very open to like, yeah, there's like definitely healing that needs to be done there, but they, they don't want to let themselves go fully mm-hmm. into their emotions as an adult um, because they're afraid it's going to take them right back there. They just don't want to open it up again, right? Um, and for some people, it is actually being open to being open to the energies shifting. I, f- I find that a lot of entrepreneurs see things as like, it's interesting because there's a whole aspect of them that's super growth minded, right? Uh, super growth minded and wanting to go deep and wa- wanting to take action and, and get there and make it happen. But there's also this element, it's like this stubbornness or hard, hard-headedness sometimes <laughs> that I'll talk to them about. And like, they know this where it's like, this is just what, this is what happened. And this is the way it is. And this is the way it's always going to be. Right. So it's like, again, going back to those limiting beliefs of like, because it happened before it's, it's going to happen again. Right. Instead of like how, you know, how could I shift my energy to open the door for another opportunity? Right. Cause we can control what other people do. Um, but we can shift ourselves and learn and learn from that ourselves. And there's a lot of um, fear of slowing down sometimes and, you know, always just wanting to be onto the next. And I think some of that is also, that also leads into, well, I just want to know my next steps. Like I just want to yeah. know my next steps. And sometimes we have to, um, slow down to speed up, right? Sometimes we have to look back to, to move forward, so to speak. Um, and sometimes the things that come up repeatedly, uh, will be resisted because they're not seeing the immediate connection, right? So they're not seeing how, why their relationship with their mother is affecting their ability to fully open up space for a partner, right? <laughs> um, they're not seeing how their abil- their inability to rest and slow down is also not creating space for more aligned relationships to, to, to come into their lives, right? They're not seeing how their relationship with, with their father is affecting their ability to receive support, to allow people to contribute to them for the universe to send them money in a more, in an easier way, right? So they don't always realize how how it's connected. And sometimes, and this is true for anybody in energy healing, the things that come up are not random. (laughs) And it might seem like such an insignificant event. I actually had this conversation with a client recently where she was, um, there was a person she was interested in when she was at, towards the end of high school. Um, and it, it kind of messed with her relationship with, with, with women and trust with women, but then also affected how she moved forward with relationships moving forward with men. And she was like, 
it's so random that that came up. Like, and we were just talking about how she's like, I never would have thought about that because it wasn't, a, yeah. it wasn't behind, I had a crush on, you know? And she's like, I've been doing all this exploration and, and work into these significant relationships in my life. And I never even thought about that. Right. And so we were just talking about how I came up for a reason. That's an energy on your energy body, right? If I don't <laughs> know anything, I literally know nothing about you. And that comes up. There, there's a reason it's visible you know, and, and then sometimes what's interesting is people are expecting something else to come up. Um, like they're expecting a certain person. It's not the thing to be focusing on right now, you know, and sometimes the reason why it's because we're actually getting to the deeper root, right? We're getting to Mm -hmm. the deeper root. And then when we kind of untangle that knot, it makes space for the for the next one to to move forward. It's kind of like they're showing me is like unraveling necklaces. You know, when your necklaces get all screwed up, they're all yeah. mixed up and you're like so stuck on getting this one. But actually, if you started with one of the other necklaces, it would like open up the knot. So those are those are some things that I would say that I guess that was the triggering question. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I get it. I mean, I feel like a lot of people who are self-starters exhibit that kind of perfectionist mentality to kind of backtrack a little. And it's like to even admit that, you know, you work your ass off in every aspect of your life and there's still more you need to do. Like I could see how that (laughs) there would be some resistance there. (laughs) And then like, shit, I got to make time now to go deep and like feel my emotions when I've been putting up walls like my whole adult life. (laughs) Well, that's the interesting thing is it's like, obviously, like they're very into personal development and spiritual development, right? Because they're already realizing realizing, like, like that is just you know, you don't, you don't get that far unless you're into personal development. Like you just don't, yeah. you know? And so they're very open to that, but they think that's all their, their personal life. And, and a lot of the triggering is like, and it's not like I say this because it, it <laughs> happened the way it was supposed to, right. It happened the way it was supposed to. But when we start to talk about how money flows and, and energy flows and teams, I can see them piecing it together in their brains. Like what this means as I'm piecing this together is that all of this shit I did for the last 10 years, I could have done in an easier way. And I just don't even, I just don't even want to look at that. Right. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, <laughs> it, it's, it was, it was done in the way it was supposed to be done. Right. Um, mm-hmm. for you to learn all your lessons, but then that's why there can be a lot of resistance to kind of like changing their relationship. I mean, this is masculine feminine energy stuff. This is their relationship with money. This is how they move through their work day. You know, a lot of them will, will go through this transition of their working all day, every day grinding and then they move, then we get to them to the point where they're like working, like working like two hours a day, you know, and it's just integrated. And, <laughs> and that's a process because there's a lot of resistance getting to that point. And then they're like, shit, I never thought I could do this. But the resistance is not wanting to give up. I mean, there's an, there's a cortisol addiction. There's an addiction to going and moving. And there's, there's this feeling that we get, like, if I'm working all the time, then I feel like I'm getting something done. Right. But you're Mm -hmm. just staying busy so that you feel like you're getting something done. And is that actually moving the needle forward? Right. But then there's also, I've done it, I've done it this way for so long. And this is what allowed me to build this business. And I don't want to change it if it's, if it's still working, why would I change this? Right. Because they, they, they can't wrap their heads around that. Um, and it's like, I mean, you don't have to change anything, but the relationship with business and, and money, I mean, that's not usually something that it's, it's more like the afterthought because we're, we're getting to the root of the, the other things. But through that process of really um, exploring more in terms of the world of energy and, and, and spirituality, understanding more how money flows, it's a natural progression. You know, it's interesting to me how many things shift in people's lives 
especially that like CEO entrepreneur type, there are prominent shifts that happen many times that, you know, we, we don't even talk about in the session, but it's just a byproduct of, of the energies we're shifting underneath or what we're talking about in terms of other relationships that do feel more relevant for them, you know, but I've talked about this before, like the, the alcohol thing is huge. I mean, I never talk about that with, with clients. Um, it just doesn't come up. But it is pretty common for people after they start working with me to end up to to not drink as much or just just quit drinking. It's a pretty common thing. Again, that's nothing like I don't bring that up. Um, and and also it's like the whole partying energy, drugs like th- like a lot of their their lifestyle just like naturally shifts. Again, that's nothing that we really talk about. But um, it's I think just the more that they're doing some of this work, their their desires change in terms of how they want to spend their time, and also they're becoming more aware of how their physical body feels. Right. So health and wellness changes are really common. You know, people will start yeah. getting uh, doing lower intensity exercise. People will will start just eating better, even if that's something that we're not even discussing. Is is nutrition? They'll just naturally be drawn more toward um, higher vibrational foods and more, more whole foods. So those are some common things that just naturally shift. And I find the work schedule kind of thing definitely naturally shifts. You know, I never tell somebody like, I never tell anybody they should do anything. Right. But I don't usually explicitly be like, you know, you could do all the work you do in a week, like in two hours a day, like, but (laughs) that just naturally kind of uh, gets sorted out through the other things we're discussing in terms of how to work with energy, how to communicate with their guides, how to get higher guidance for themselves and just following those clues. And then their higher self just like guides the way for them to make a lot of these changes that are going to make them feel that are going to make them feel better. And, you know, it's so funny. I (laughs) actually, one of my, one of my clients, she's probably listening or maybe her dad is, I saw her dad yesterday. He was great. And he was like, (laughs) wow, like, the changes that have happened since she started working with you are incredible. And I, it's like, she, Aww. she's become a completely different person, you know, and, um, feeling, and he was saying, he's like, you know, you've seen to her, he was like, I think, I think you were face, you were faking feeling peaceful for a while and you're actually so peaceful and so happy, you know, and the business is better than it's ever been growing like huge, huge brand. And, uh, she's working less than ever before. She's taking all these vacations. It's like so cool for me to see these these transformations where pe- it just seems like somebody is like truly stepping into what feels good for them, you know, because you can tell mm-hmm. when somebody is in this cycle of overworking, like being pulled on by everybody. It's this feeling of being pulled on by everybody and also fe- taking on that responsibility, right? They feel so responsible for everyone. Um, and like they have to hold it up for, for everybody. And if something goes wrong, it's, it's their fault. You know, it's so much responsibility. It's so much to, to carry. Um, and energetically, I mean, that, that's just, it just, they look exhausted, they look drained. It's just, it's so much to carry for other people. And then that's often, leaving themselves as, as a, as a last priority. Um, and you don't want to wait until you hit the breaking point for that. And unfortunately that's what happens is a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs wait until they hit that burnout breaking point. Um, and then they're like, shit, I'm going through an ego death. Everything's falling apart. I don't like any relationships in my life. I built this whole thing and I don't even like it. What do I do now? You know? Um, because that can be scary too. Like I've, I've had, actually a lot of clients recently who are founders who are like, I built this whole thing and I want, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, 
And there's so much resistance. You know, it's really brave to even admit that. It's really, really brave mm-hmm. to even admit that. Um, but it's something that's circulating. And usually they don't say anything. And I'm like, look, this business that you have, I mean, how do you feel about it? Because it looks like it's a drag. It's like, it looks like a toxic boyfriend in, in your body, you know? <laughs> like it feels like, an, it looks like an obligation to you rather than you being excited about it. And it's, it's just draining your energy. So how do we either shift your relationship with the business? Um, or is it time to release it? And sometimes people are like, dude, I already know what I want to make next. I'm just so scared, you know? And then there can be a lot of resistance when, you know, sometimes they're already in that process and they're realizing how much easier it is. And then they're like, what the hell? I put in all this time and energy into building this business. And it was so hard. So, so, so many tears, so much sweat. And then I just started this one. It's been so easy like what the hell. Right. Um, and with that comes a lot of like healing the relationship with the business, right? Because yeah, the entrepreneur, you know, when they poured everything into this and it's like, it's been their life, right. It's been the, the most important relationship in their life. Um, and there can be resentment, like there can be resentment of look at everything I've given to you. And like, are you fully contributing to me? But then the question is, are you allow is, are you allowing the business to fully support you and contribute to you? Um, are you working like with, with the business or, or against the business? You know, you know, it's very similar to a romantic, a romantic relationship or any type of partnership. Right. Um, and a lot of times entrepreneurs build up resentment, anger, bitterness. It's really deep underneath the surface because they, they love the business, right? It's like, I love you. Right. I love you, but there's all this stuff. Like, remember that thing you did five years ago when I said I needed to talk, right? It's like that kind of thing that people <laughs> pull in relationships. They have that same kind of thing with, with the business, right? Where it's like, I've been grinding, like working so hard and you didn't show up for me here. Like that kind of energy can, can still be festering, even if it's all, you know, looking great now. And if you, if you have that kind of relationship under the surface with your business, I mean, that's got to get, that's got to get sorted out because the energy is just not is just not flowing, you know, and there, there's often this helicopter parent energy, like hovering, hovering over the business. Um, and in doing so, I always say it's like this, cause this comes up so often. I'm like, you are, you're not giving the business space to breathe room to grow. And it is like that parent who, you know, their kid wants to go across the country to their dream school and just like, expand and grow and spread their wings. And the parents like, no, you're staying here in this city at this college. You're never leaving my house because you're safer here. Right. And it's like, you're not, you're not allowing that, that person an opportunity to really expand their wings. And that kind of energy can come, can come through with entrepreneurs often where it's like, they're actually suffocating the business in a way because they're they're holding on so tightly, um, instead of honoring the business's needs and the consciousness of the business and really collaborating with it, you know, but it's, it's, if it's a long-term committed partnership, like any long-term committed partnership, but it's like learning how to fight with your partner. Like, l- what am I going to do when I feel like I'm in resistance with the business? And when I'm in resistance with the business, do I talk to everybody else about it? Or do I talk to the business? Do I look at the business, right? Mm-hmm. Do I look at myself and how my, what is my energy doing here? And the thing that blocks, this is like exhausting and it blocks the growth for a lot of businesses. And honestly, it's pretty freaking incredible when I see people who have built, you know, a billion dollar business and this is the relationship I'm like holy shit you must be tired but it is like they're using their all of their own energy to energize the business instead of allowing all 100 of their employees to all contribute energy so we're all holding it up together and we're all energizing it right and so many entrepreneurs they're like no none of you right I'm hiring all of you but 
all of my energy. Like that, that is so much to carry. And, and that is the point of hiring more people is to have more hands in the business, to have more energy, energizing the business in different ways. Different people see things in different ways. You know, it, there's so much value in, in all of that collaboration and, and supporting the business. Um, and so it's letting all of that energy support it instead of just making it, you know, about you because that, I mean, that's exhausting. That that's, that's, that's mm. exhausting, but people are afraid. You know, they're afraid to release control and they're afraid I've, you know, it's like I spent, I spent all these years building this and all this hard work. And I'm, I'm not gonna, if I let up is, is everything gonna, is shit gonna hit the fan? Right? Like (laughs) I raised you, I raised you. And if I let you go away to college, are you gonna, you know, fall into drugs and alcohol and all my hard work is going to go to waste. (laughs) Yeah, Like it's that kind of limiting belief energy you know and that's all just fear like that's all just fear and a lot of this is so deep like within um and i find that a lot of entrepreneurs you know they they all usually have like therapists and they have like their like different types of coaches um but often it's not actually doing a lot of the deeper energetic work and so it's like this realization for them of like oh shit like i'm not actually reflecting on the level that I could where I'm actually have the answers. It's more, a lot of the pattern has, is more like, oh, I've spent years basically just talking about my problems and like moving through it in the moment. And then it comes back up again, (laughs) but I've had this pattern repeat, you know? Um, so it's a lot of like talking about it and like action oriented of what to do next. Right. A lot of that, that type of client, they have multiple coaches that are very like action oriented. This is what you do. And that that's super valuable. But on the other side of it, like if you have your own limiting beliefs or energetic blocks around, around that, um, it's not going to be as effective. Is that action always truly in alignment for you? Um, you know, it, it's, it's, they're so in their heads and this is where they're actually missing opportunities to do things, um, in an easier way, but they're just so zeroed in on what's working for everybody else. And people can be so become so obsessed with like the new trend here and we're going to hop on this and, and that can serve people in, in many ways, but it can also be very exhausting and it can be a lot more work with not as much ROI, you know, and, and, and then this obsession with what is everybody else doing, you know, and like looking at, it's like this intense competition energy, um, that can make people blind to what's really going on. You know, they're, they're in so deep, they're always moving forward and they're never stopping to just be, or really enjoy what they've built. You know, that's super common. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you actually stopped to enjoy what, what you've built and like really sat in that and celebrated that? Or is it just, we're going to keep going, 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 right. There's, there are these deep, deep illusions around time and deeply, I never have enough time. I never have enough time. Like I'm always busy. Um, and that deflects so many things that deflects, I mean, that deflects more money that deflects relationships. Um, it's a very closed off energy. You know, it's, it's a very closed off energy. Um, and you know, people don't mean it, mean it that way. Um, but then they wonder, you know, why they're not attracting certain things into their lives. And it's like, well, when you're in this energy of I'm always busy, I don't want new friends, like, right. Because that's how a lot of them feel. A lot of them, they're like, I don't want new friends yet. I don't have fulfilling relationships. Well, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. You don't want new friends because you're exhausted. Like in, in your head, you feel like if one more person enters my life in any capacity, I'm going to crumble. Like I have too many people pulling from me. This is because you're still holding on to everybody else's energy. You're not cutting your cords or you're taking responsibility for things that aren't yours, right? You're taking responsibility for energy. That's not yours. You're taking responsibility for other people's actions and emotions 
or there's just too many people in your field, you know, and that can be a very triggering thing for people as well is, um, and you know, people will do this naturally in their own time, but that's a, that's a hard point of resistance when they're looking at the people in their lives and realizing, oh shit, like this isn't aligned for me anymore, especially when it's caught up in the work dynamic, right? If it's the employees, it's the, all the people they've been networking, networking with for a while. And they're really realizing, oh, this isn't in alignment, but these are the people I'm around. This is who I've always been around. These are good work connections, right? And they're in these deep limiting beliefs that that has to be the way. That's that, that's the only way that there aren't other opportunities. And so that can be an intense point of resistance as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you covered a lot there. Um, <laughs> is that helpful? You started... Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> is any of that surprising? Yes and no. You know what I mean? Like, it's surprising how it shows up, but I guess it's not surprising to me. Like, it's it's really interesting how these deeper root issues, like the root issues themselves, I think, like, make a lot of sense. But it's just so interesting, the multitude of ways that they can, like, present themselves mm-hmm. in your business and your relationships, like, ways that you might not have thought of. Um. <laughs> I mean, it's just interesting because it's like... And this is not true for everybody, right? But I think it's important that people know how real this is and how common it is. To me, what it looks like energetically, it's like, imagine you build this entire shell around you with Mm -hmm. this, it's this projected image. And it's like this projected image around me, the shell of like, I have everything I've ever wanted. If anybody was looking at it, it'd be like, oh shit, that person has everything, right? Their life is perfect. But behind that shell you've built, it's like, you're here being like, I feel empty. I feel unfulfilled. What am I doing? Is is this even my purpose? Like I got so caught up in it, you know? And and that that is more common than I think people know or expect. I mean, you look at the number of CEOs that have severe mental health issues, you know, that yeah. commit suicide unfortunately. Like uh, so many people who who step down in very dramatic ways, uh you know, it's substance abuse, like there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure that they put on themselves, mm-hmm. you know, um, a lot of that can, can come from childhood experiences as well. Um, but it's, it's important people know that because there are many different ways to, to build your business. And I think we really have to unpack and release this limiting belief that you have to, you know, hustle so hard, grind so hard um, and do it in the most difficult way for it to be worth it or for that to work, you know, and a lot of that comes from coughing. Well, this person did it this way, so I'm going to do it this way, you know? Um, and I mean, I mean, you've seen this in my own business, right? It's like, I have access to some really incredible minds and I know things that would work logically, right? That it's like, Hey, this company grew to this level because they did this very formulaic and I could do that. Yeah. And then I'm like, that fucking exhausts me. It's not even worth it to me Mm -hmm. because even if I get there, I'm going to be so tired. I won't even want it, you know? And like, I've been through that and I've, I've been through that personally. And then I was like, I'm tearing this whole thing down. You know, that happened to me with the whole, like all things like health and wellness and like that, that version of the business happened to me again with all business, you know? And I was like, no, like it's not even, it's not even worth it. You know? And for me, I think seeing the behind the scenes with so many founders and entrepreneurs has been it, like an advantage because I've been able to kind mm-hmm. of get ahead of it more in my own life. And I'm like, I don't want to let it get that deep to where I'm like 40 years old. I don't have any intimate relationships. And I built this huge thing and I didn't enjoy a second of it. You know, yeah. like I, I don't I don't really want that. I don't really want to waste um, a moment. 
of, of enjoying, you know, but I think it's important people recognize that, um, because if you're not enjoying it the whole way through, like, like what's the point? Exactly. What's the point? And it's so funny because everyone on the outside, like you mentioned, who sees this projection is like, wow, if only, you know, I could work for myself and be that successful and like have all these things and have all this money. And it's like, you did this for a reason Mm -hmm. and you did this to be happy. Most likely if you left like your nine to five, or even if you jumped right into it at some point, like you did this for a reason because you wanted to do something that was going to make you happy and like, look where you are now. It's just very interesting. Yeah, I think. And there, and there are different ways to do it, right? Because there are so many entrepreneurs who like, they, they love it. They love it. And they've mm-hmm. truly created their dream lives, right? And there are others that they signed up for entrepreneurship because they wanted to create something. And somewhere along the lines, it became a nine to five, essentially, right? Yeah. And there's more. <laughs> this common thing, like, it's like, we for, like, we forget we're the boss, you know? And I have this moment all the mm-hmm. time where I'm like, and I, and I really appreciate my client sessions because I'm like reflecting on the stuff for me, the things that are coming through from their guides for them. I'm always like, wow, like there was a lot like to learn there. And mm-hmm. it's it's like, OK, if I don't like this that every day and I'm frustrated, like I'm the boss. So like I change it like I should change yeah. it. You know, it's just so interesting. People so suddenly become like the victims of their own creation because mm-hmm. we're just like so used to feeling that way in every aspect of life. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. I see this with a lot of your clients, too. I'm like yo, you run the show. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my we, well, we forget that. And then, but that's also, that's also like enmeshed with the level of responsibility, right? Because yeah. the, why, why does that happen? Right. Why does it happen for me? Or like, why do I see that happening with, I'm thinking of like literally three different clients from last week where this was the same thing that came up and it's because of like, it's because we care Right. And mm-hmm. there's this fear of like, well, I don't want to be flaky and I don't want to let people down and and feeling responsible. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like like this feeling of I would rather sacrifice myself than let somebody else down. Right. Um, because I want to make sure it's working out for everybody. But the responsibility, the responsibility piece. Um, and I know I've I've for sure faced that, like as I've grown the business. Um, I mean, you were a huge trigger for me. Like a huge trigger for me where I was like, (laughs) you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. So, I mean, there were all of these decisions, you know, what basically for just context, like before Kelsey, I had a lot of, I had a lot of different like contractors like working for me, but nobody was like full, full time. Um, and I think there was a level of safety in that, but it also wasn't like really allowing me to like receive the the contribution I needed Mm -hmm. or have the support. And so then when Kelsey came, it really like, it triggered me so many, so many, in so many ways. And at so many times, because I realized, wow, like so much of my confidence and boldness and making weird decisions and crazy decisions was because I was always in the energy of like, well, I trust myself 100% and like, I can make whatever I want happen. So if I take this big leap and I try this thing and it doesn't work out, like the only person it's really going to affect is me, you know? So, and I'm totally fine with that. But then once I started adding in people who I feel like, oh, like this person is like relying on me for income, it made me feel like I don't want to take a risk because I don't want to risk how that could affect somebody else. You know, like if it's just me, I'm fine, you know? And I had to um, unpack a lot of that and really like, sorry, Kelsey, but realize like I'm actually not responsible (laughs) Um, for your income and if something happened like you would find another job <laughs> you know what I mean? it's okay I trust your crazy decisions all the time anyway yeah I wouldn't be here if I did it you know exactly you know it's, it's part of it's part of signing up uh for for this but 
it was, it was really testing a lot of my spiritual beliefs like that, you know, and I really had to like, um, you know, do a lot of work around that with, with you and other people in the business and just like really have that moment to moment, you know, like that, that heart to heart with, with source. And it's just like, look, this person is always going to be provided for, whether it's you or somebody else. So if something happened with Mm -hmm. me, like, like the energy will just transfer and they will find if, you know, if it's not, this is something better, you know? And I I 100% believe that. And I believe that with anybody who has worked for me for a period of time and left, like I, I love seeing when they move on and the next thing is even better for them. And that like, makes me feel good and I'm seeing it in action, you know? And, but yeah. And so imagine like, I don't have, you know, 40, 50, a hundred employees, um, <laughs> you know? And so I always like, and I'm, I feel the energy, right. When I have a client and like, we're doing energy work, I'm like, I'm like energy melding. I'm like feeling their energy in my body. I'm like, Oh shit. Like this level of responsibility is so intense. And a lot mm-hmm. of that can be transferred, you know, down, um, from parents. And it's interesting when it's, it's really interesting when the, when the parent, they'll have a parent who was a very successful entrepreneur. Um, and the pressure that that person puts on themselves, like I have to do better than that. Um, that parent also kind of living, living through them to another level. It's just, it's just a lot of pressure, but I think that's a big reason why, um, why people sometimes hold themselves back. It's just this level of responsibility that they feel. And that, I mean, that's a big one to unpack, like releasing responsibility for other people. Um, especially Mm -hmm. when going back to the childhood trauma piece and, you know, having, being in a a living situation where again, you were, you developed the skills of an empath for protection. Right. Um, and learning from a young age, like I'm responsible, I'm responsible for maybe my parents or my siblings, emotions or how they're feeling. And we don't see how those are playing out in the business and on a large scale, I mean, that can be very, very constricting, you know? So those are some big ones that come up. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. I can't imagine having that many people underneath you and like just wanting to be there for everyone, including like just trying to run your business at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a choice, right? In terms of how you relate, relate to it. And, And that's, that's the thing. And that's true with everything with energy work. It's like, it's not always about and again, even with going back to when sometimes people are at that point, that like full surrender ego death moment of, should I get rid of this? Like, sh- cause it's just too much. I mean, sometimes it is time to release it. Other times it's shift. It's just mm-hmm. shifting the energy. Mm-hmm. It's because you have like you, it was your relationship with it. And if we can shift the relationship with it and, you know, open up that throat chakra and, you know, really feel our emotions and release those emotions and stop living from the past of what happened and actually like be in the now and open the space for a new relationship, it can totally transform and it can, you know, be really beautiful. But if you've, if you've developed this belief again, that like having employees means X, Y, Z being a CEO means X, Y, Z. And that's a huge one. The CEO thing. I mean, these limiting beliefs that, that people say like, like, well, that's what it is to be a CEO. Well, that's what it is to be a founder where being a CEO is working your ass off. Like there isn't sleep. Well, that's just part of it. Right. Things like that, that they, they so firmly hold on to. And I'm sitting there like, do you realize that that's you're, you're creating your own torture yeah. there? Right. Mm-hmm. Because you've decided that's what it has to look like. And I'll say, you know, you're, you're literally telling me all of these things that, that it means to be a CEO. And those are all, that's all a decision to, to believe that. And at the same time, you became a CEO because you like to create and innovate. So innovate the position. If you're still living out of the old paradigm of what a CEO is, like you're, you're actually 
not doing your job, to be honest, right? Like you get to redefine what it means to be a CEO because that doesn't have to look any single way. Yeah. You know, it's your life and your business, but people have these beliefs around what that has to mean, right? A CEO does this, a CEO shows up in this way. And it's not that it's not helpful to, to learn about things that have helped people be successful. There's so much to learn from everybody. But at the same time, like if it's not feeling good, what if you could do it a different way? Mm-hmm. You know, and if you've already decided, just like anything else, right? If you've already decided that being a CEO means you work your ass off, you grind, it's hard work, there's so much pressure on you, then that's going to be your, your reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it, it comes back to like, what are all of these beliefs you have around what it means to build a business, what it means to own a business, mm-hmm. um, you know, what it means to have a, have employees, what it means to sell, like all of those different things, right? I mean, selling is a whole other thing when people sell their, like, that's a whole other podcast, <laughs> the energy dynamics there when somebody, you know, sells the company or goes public. Um, but it's just a whole other thing, <laughs> uh, but unravel the beliefs you have around what it means to do these things and ask yourself, are these actually serving me? Do they have to be true? Because they actually, none of them have to be true. So at least bring them to your conscious awareness, what those beliefs are. And if you want to own them, then own them, take responsibility for owning them. But if you don't like any of them, then you also get to decide to shift them and live from a new belief. And that shifts your reality, you know? And so a lot of that is bringing those unconscious beliefs to to conscious awareness and, and owning it. Right. But if you're living, like it is, it's being a victim to be like, well, this is what it means to be a CEO and it's just going to suck. Mm-hmm. Like you're being a victim. Mm-hmm. So just going to say, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's why they like working with me. Right. I tend to attract that type of person because I'm very straightforward and I'm very blunt. Um, and so it resonates with them because it's a little more like, I mean, I'm much more action oriented yeah. than, than, many people who do similar work. Right. So, um, there's that middle ground, there's that middle ground. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's all the process to like, ultimately the biggest thing is like helping them to get out of their heads and move into their bodies and like get into their heart space. Like that is like, if I could distill it down (laughs) big picture that that's the larger process. Mm that doesn't always happen overnight, you know, but all of these things, this is why they're so up in their head. They're so up in their head. And it's like learning to get into the heart space and really feel and, and listen to what they know. Right. Because I'm not going to say anything that they don't already know. I'm just highlighting what, what they're not letting themselves see consciously because it's like moving through all the clutter up here to actually get to the, the good stuff, which, which is right, right there in their bodies in the heart space. So that is the, that that's the big process, but, um, those are, yeah, I would say those are the most common things that come up. I mean, I could go deeper into any of them, but like, those are the most common things that come up with that type of, um, high achieving CEO founder type of client, which really recently is kind of like, that's been all of my clients. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. If you're a CEO, listen to that four times. (laughs) Take notes. Four times. (laughs) Take notes. Well, I'm sure a lot of my clients are going to listen and they're like, yeah, this is exactly what we talked about. Yeah. Um, And they always ask, they're like, do other people have this? I'm like, yes, all of you have the same, all of you have the same stuff. And I would love to just get everybody in a room and have a powwow so we can just do this, have this, say this once. (laughs) I love it. Um. Yeah, but no, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I love working with that type of person. 
because they're so growth oriented. Mm -hmm. They are so open to new ideas, right? They're just, they have that innovative personality and they understand the importance of like their own self-work um, and how that shifts everything else around them. And, and they do take action. And that's something I talk about a lot. It's like, I don't really like working with people who like, if you just want an experience, yeah. like I like working with people who are going to integrate what's what we've discussed and actually take an action and come back and be like, okay, I made these shifts and looked into this and like now, now what, you know? And I like working with that type of person because they, they get things done. And I like seeing all the things that they are creating through what we're shifting or releasing, moving through in a single session. And like, you know, you have a session and then they're, they're implementing everything and they come back a couple months later and it's like, holy shit, look at everything that changed. Like that is super gratifying for me when they actually put it into action. And the entrepreneur type, like that CEO type, like they have the they're the type of person that does that. They're not the type of person. And that's how they became successful, right? They're not the type of person that hears it and then comes back three months later and there's, it's still the same thing, mm-hmm. right? And they're just not the type of person. Like they, they want to be, make progress and they will try anything to see, to see if it works. So that is very exciting for me, to be honest. That's a kind of um, ideal client for me. It's somebody who actually integrates it and tries things out and comes back in a different place energetically because they have implemented what we covered. And that is an important, in my opinion, a, a really important, um, just trait of, of a successful entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're, you're committed to it working. You're, you're committed to the process. Um, you're open and you actually take action. And what holds most people back is they don't actually take action. They do a lot of thinking about it, right? It's like, how many meetings are we going to have about it until we do it? Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's that personality type of like, I actually take action on it. Mm-hmm. Right. I think about it, but then I also take action on it versus I just think about it. So that that's an important character trait it, as, as an entrepreneur. Um, yeah. I feel good about that. Me too. I'm kind of tired. Feels complete. Of now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, my open throat, my open throat is, has had enough. Uh, so I, I hope this was helpful. Um, I love talking about this kind of stuff and, um, yeah, I'm just so grateful. I learned so much from my clients and, um, I think this information is super important because it's very relevant, whether or not you're an entrepreneur or a CEO, be, just because the energy of what we're stepping into moving forward on the earth and just how, how we run business, everybody's going to be kind of stepping into this energy, right? So this is relevant. I, I feel for everybody and we can all learn from, from each other and we all have a lot more in common than we might think. Uh, so I hope this was helpful. If you have a uh, topic, suggestion, request, question for the podcast, head to christinathechannel.com slash pod and you can submit it there. Um, and I really appreciate that because I obviously want this show to be as helpful as possible for you. So when you send in the things that are coming up for you and the questions you're having, we can obviously direct the conversation right there uh, to be most supportive for you, which is the purpose of this show. So I always appreciate that. And if this was helpful and interesting, be sure to take a screenshot, share it to uh, social media, share it to Instagram and tag me at Christina, the channel and tag the podcast page at Christina, the channel pod. So we can say thank you and repost and maybe even, uh, you know, text the link to this episode to someone in your life. If you think it would be interesting or supportive for them. All right. Thanks again so much for tuning in. I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you again next episode. 